You are listening to Announce, Season 3, Episode 34, The Sniper. You are listening to Announce, a podcast providing inspiration, ideas, and wisdom through engaging stories, commentary, and interviews so you can live life better. I'm Jim Fugate, and it's my privilege to share an ounce with you. Well, I've never been one to shy away from a good story, even when the historians and other experts can't agree on the details. And this story, it is a good one, about the deadliest sniper ever in Russia, has some controversy around it. The problem, the facts seem to be in doubt. Some claim it's all about propaganda, that the record of this hero of the Soviet Union was padded in order to make the story more powerful and better. Okay, maybe it was. And there's an equal chance it wasn't, as this sniper had a way of ruffling the feathers of superior officers who were known to do their best to sully the reputations of those who crossed them. The sniper, Bavlachinko, was born on the 12th of July in 1916. In part of the Great Russian Empire, which is currently located in present-day Ukraine. Young Pavlochenko grew up in much less than privileged circumstances. Good with schooling and even accepted to college, and also had a unique attitude that many in society at the time didn't appreciate. Pavlochenko was fiercely competitive in sports and excelled in the local shooting club. Kind of a warrior at heart from a very young age. But this future hero just didn't seem to understand that there was a place for this youngster in Soviet society. But Pavlochenko just didn't seem to want to play along. In 1941, Pavlochenko enlisted in the Red Army. At first encouraged to go into the medical corps, Pavlochenko refused. If it was going to be war, this headstrong upstart wanted to be right in the middle of it. In 1941, Pavlochenko was assigned to the 54th Stenka Razin Rifle Regiment, I probably mispronounced that, within the 25th Rifle Division. Though put through several specialized courses in learning the craft of a sniper, when first deployed to the front lines, Pavlochenko was issued only one fragmentation grenade and nothing else, as weapon shortages were severe. In August of 1941, a dying comrade handed over his rifle, and almost immediately the sniper got two kills. Metal and courage of this future legend was proven. The prolific sniper served with distinction during the siege of Odessa and of Sevastopol. During roughly two and a half months, Pavlochenko served in the siege of Odessa, and this amazing and efficient sniper was credited with 187 kills. According to the official records, Pavlochenko was credited during World War II with 309 kills including 36 enemy snipers. In Sevastopol, in June of 1942, Pavlochenko was struck in the face with fragments from a mortar shell and was evacuated by submarine to Moscow. This prolific sniper earned an interesting nickname. Her comrades called her Lady Death. Ludmila Mikolovona Pavlochenko was one of a 2,000-strong all-women sniper class that suffered a 75% loss during the Second World War. Ludmilla, among the 2% of the Soviet army that was female at the time. 
Lady Death made a quick tour to Canada and the United States in 1942, trying to encourage, on behalf of the Soviets, encourage the U.S. and Canada to enter the conflict. Eleanor Roosevelt became a great fan of this unique woman and her very forward-thinking attitudes on the role of women in society. Ludmila Pavlichenko was not well-liked among many in the hierarchy of the Soviet military. You see, Lieutenant Pavlichenko was not interested in advancing her career by becoming anyone's mistress. And having rebuffed many very powerful folks, because of her notoriety, they could not deal with her as they would some. And so they were left with one weapon, the busybody and cowardly weapon of gossip and rumors. Thus one of the reasons why Lady Death's record was covered with shadows and doubts, even in her home country. There was a cost to being a warrior who was unwilling to comply obediently with the way things were at the time. Army Lieutenant Ludmila Pavlichenko left the service of her country for a time, but later joined the Navy as part of the senior research staff, and then retired as a major. On the 10th of October in 1974, Lady Death passed away. Here's the ounce. There are several things we could learn from the life of Ludmila Pavlichenko. Lots of nuggets of wisdom and examples from several events in her life. On the whole, her life shows one that was not only unconventional for the time, but also one of integrity to her principles. Not an easy thing to do when your ideals bump up against the status quo. But then, having true integrity, though always right, is seldom easy. And that's it. An ounce submitted for your consideration. Thank you for listening, subscribing to, and sharing an ounce. I'm Jim Fugate, and I'll catch you next time. When it comes to the life of Lady Death, Ludmila Pavlichenko, this little snippet is just the tip of the iceberg. There's so much more to her life, so much more that she's done. You can check out the show notes at anouts.org for links to many more references on her life. You should check it out. Hey, check out our YouTube videos at youtube.com forward slash at an ounce podcast. That's youtube.com forward slash at symbol an ounce podcast.